0: I'm your host, Anna Yardley, and you're listening to episode number 10 with Julia Nelson, Let Your Light Shine. You're listening to the Mindful Mantra Podcast, where we discover mantras that lead to lifelong success. If you're looking to take control of your thoughts to empower positive change, this podcast is for you. Come along with me as we learn and apply the mantras that have shaped successful entrepreneurs, inspiring leaders, and everyday people into something great. Hello, my friends. I'm so excited about this episode. I have Julia Nelson on with me today, and she has mastered something I feel like most people struggle with, self-confidence and self-love. Her Instagram page, called Hug Yourself Girl, is an incredible space focused on these exact things. In this episode, she not only shares some really powerful mantras with us, but we talk about what we can do to learn to love ourselves, how to redefine our story and practice positive body talk. So if you're struggling with any of these things or you want to improve in any of these areas, you're going to want to listen to this one all the way through. Julia is real, authentic, inspiring, and so fun to listen to. You're going to love her. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Mindful Mantra Podcast. I am here with the gorgeous face behind the Hug Yourself Girl Instagram page. That's all about self-love. And I have to admit that your account is definitely one of my favorite accounts. Oh, you're so It's always at the top of my story banner. It's the first one. So if you (laughs) post anything, you know what I mean. So I'm super excited to have her here. She's definitely the expert on positive self-talk and loving yourself. And I just can't wait to dive more into this because everyone, no matter what, needs more of that in their life. So Julia, why don't you introduce yourself to us and why you decided to start the hug yourself girl space
1: okay yeah so i'm julia nelson um i'm super excited to be here i'm nervous this is totally out of my comfort zone but i'm always like preaching to do things (laughs) that get yourself that gets you out of your comfort zone so i'm like i can't say no to this um so yeah, I am married to my high school sweetheart. We have one daughter. She's two and a half, and we're obsessed with her. She is a little fireball. Um I mainly grew up in Utah. I moved around a lot when I was little, but grew up in Utah, Davis County. Um, I love family. I love, I love, I've always had a passion for helping people and I've always loved people in general, Um, talking to people, getting to know their story. That's always something that I've been super intrigued in. And yeah, I mean, that's a little bit about me. I went to school last year and became a limited rad tech. So I was doing radiology for a couple, for a year, actually. And then my husband just got a job down here in Provo. So we're in Utah County now, and I'm just doing the full-time mom thing and running Hug Yourself Girl. And
0: my hands are super full, but that's the way I like it. Totally. So fun. Okay, so what gave you the you the idea to start Hug Yourself Girl?
1: Yeah, so it's kind of like, I feel like it's kind of a long, there's like a lot of things leading up to it. Um, but it's funny because if you knew me two years ago, about two years ago. Like, I hated working out. I had never, ever stepped... Like, I had stepped into the gym a couple of times. Um, But fitness and working out was just not really my thing. I always... Like, I was active growing up. Um, I grew up dancing. So, that's kind of just, like, what kept me active and I never really cared or was too concerned about how I looked or going to the gym or anything like that. It was just not something I was really interested in. Anyway, but I've always been very passionate, like I said, about people and about um, helping people, helping people feel loved. And I felt super blessed and super fortunate to have grown up in a really loving home where there was always love and encouragement and praise. And um, anyway, I started working out and you asked me how I started hug yourself girl but it kind of like has to do with my fitness journey as well. I feel like so I I um I started going to high fitness after I got married um with one of my best friends and it was like the first kind of sort of working out that I had done <laughs> besides like little things here and there. But we went to High Fitness a few times and I loved it. It was so much fun. It was right up my alley because I love dancing and that scene. And um I remember one of the instructors was just like this. She was so strong and so fit. And me and my best friend went up to her and we were like, How do you you know, what do you do? How how often do you do high fitness to look the way you look and to be that strong and to have that much stamina. And she was like, oh, I lift weights every single day. I do high fitness four times a week. And we were both just like, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> like we had no idea. We, we were, I was just so naive. Like I had, I had, I knew nothing about working out anyway. So I was like, okay, you know what? That sounds fun. Like I really want to get strong. And so we were going to, we were going to start doing that. And then I got pregnant and I was just, I was working full time. I was pregnant. I, I was sick. I didn't feel good and so I didn't work out my entire pregnancy gained a ton of weight and then um it was like seven months after I had Harvey I kind of just like started thinking it would be fun to get in shape and I think as a as a new mom you kind of like you lose yourself a little bit and so you do need something for yourself Mm -hmm. and so me and a few of my friends decided to get a gym pass just so we could go do high fitness. And that's how it kind of started. Like, I I, I started going to high fitness a few times a week. And more than anything, it was just like, it was just like my me time. And Harvey was, she wasn't really sleeping through the night. I was getting no sleep. But the second my alarm went off, I was so excited to get up and go to high fitness because that was my time to de-stress and to move my body and to sweat and to see my friends. And it made me just feel so good. And It really gave me the confidence I needed to get into the gym and to start working out and then I started to go to other classes um, and then slowly I just fell in love with fitness and working out and that whole thing. Anyway, so fast forward to the question you asked me, how did I start, why did I start Hug Yourself Girl? I originally just started feeling like I'm spending so much time working out and I started to create my own workouts because I would watch other girls' workouts, but there was always a few things that I wanted to change to make it something more that I would want to do. And so I wanted a space to document my workouts, to save the workouts that I was doing so I could go back and watch them and do them. Um, but I, I knew I didn't want to just start, like, another fitness page. and I And I didn't want my fitness page to have the message of, like, you need to change your body or you need to do this to look a certain way because it was never about that for me. Um, and so let's see. I had a few conversations with my sister and my friends talking about my idea that I wanted to start a fitness page that um, the main focus was self-love. And it wasn't – my my expertise is not – um to help girls change their body. I'm not like, I'm not some like super smart macro counter. And I don't have this like, this super long background in working out and nutrition. Um, But I had fallen in love with, I had fallen in love with I'd fallen in love with working out and um, eating good foods that fuel my body. And I felt like Um, I wanted to create a space where girls could look at fitness in a different light. And it wasn't just like this intimidating, I heard just so much negativity from my friends and from different girls that there was just so much comparison and just like yucky stuff on Instagram. Like so many girls are like, I have to delete my Instagram because I get on there and I just feel like crap about myself after scrolling through my feed. And I just knew that I didn't want that. Like, I wanted a space where girls could go and scroll and leave feeling better about themselves and leave feeling not like, oh, shoot, I can never reach that. But dang, I'm inspired to do things that make me feel good because I love myself. And so I... I was trying to think of a name and I was kind of sending like logo ideas back and forth to my friend. And I sent my logo that I have the, the girl, um, the heart arms hugging. And my friend said, Oh my gosh, that makes me want to hug. That makes me want to give myself a big hug. And I just like, it just clicked, hug yourself girl. And so that's how the name came to be. Anyway, I was so nervous about doing this. Like I, I had so much, Self doubt going into this because I felt like I really wanted to go into it with a genuine approach um, to help girls. But what's so scary is like that risk that people will misinterpret your intentions. Or, you know, I didn't want girls to think like, oh, here's just another fitness Instagram account that wants to show off her body and get followers and get attention. Like, I didn't want that. And I didn't ever want that message to come across. So I was super nervous because this was something I was really passionate about and I didn't want it to be taken the wrong way. Anyway, I was having a conversation with a few of my best friends at the time and it was over Marco Polo and we were talking about self-love and we were just, I mean, they were being super, super vulnerable and genuine and, and just kind of expressing their struggles with loving themselves. And you know, like every girl struggles to some oh, yeah. degree for sure. But they were just – they were just telling me really like how how big of a struggle it is. Like loving themselves and accepting themselves and, and finding joy in who they are and their body and their image and this and this and this. And it was really hard for me actually because in that moment like I wanted to be able to just say like me too. Like I really, really struggle with loving myself too. But that wasn't my truth. And I realized in that moment that I was – really, really um, fortunate – and I don't know how to say this without sounding like – what's the word? Like, I don't want to sound like better or like I I think I'm better than anyone, but I do felt like in that moment I could say like, you guys, like I genuinely do love myself and that doesn't come from a place that I think I'm perfect or um, I think I'm better than you. It just like I, – I felt like I had made that decision a long time ago that – I knew my worth, like, so much deeper than my looks, and I know that comes so much from um, my upbringing and my beliefs, and I really, really think that something that's helped me my throughout my whole life is my understanding and my belief that I am a daughter of God, and I don't know, like, if you want me to get churchy on this. Totally.
0: <laughs> um
1: it's hard to talk about self-worth. It's hard to talk about my self-worth and my self-love without bringing up my beliefs and my religion because I do think it has so much to do with with my sense of self-worth and self-confidence because from a young age I was taught um that there's a god and he loves me and he sees me for who I am on the inside and that's where my worth lies and and that stuck with me from a young age, and I know it doesn't everyone like I know girls who have the same beliefs as me that still struggle mm-hmm. but but this stuck with me, and I felt like I felt like I had always just kind of been okay with myself and and that and I was happy and <laughs> like and i and I wanted that for everyone else, and it's funny because it it wasn't until i mean this conversation conversation obviously was like I think. One of the biggest moments where I felt like I really want to do this page because I want other, I want girls to know that it is possible to love themselves. I want girls to know because I can't remember if what was said, something along the lines of like, this is just how it's always going to be. This conversation really pushed me to just do this page because I wanted girls to know that. It's possible to feel comfortable with who you are and I wanted girls to know their worth and um, I felt like I, I felt, I feel like I have a gift. I feel like God has blessed me with a gift because I know it is rare to be a girl and to just like be okay with themselves. Um, and not that I'm perfect. Like, of course I have my own insecurities, but I do feel like I've practiced accepting them long enough that I'm just like, this is who I am. You know, like I can't, I can't change parts of me. And so this is who I am and, and I'm okay with it. And I wanted, I I've always wanted every girl to have that same feeling because I think it's carried me through so many seasons of my life. And so that's kind of how Hug Yourself Girl came to be. It was just a mixture of me and my desire to help women love themselves and accept themselves. And I felt like working out and fitness and moving your body and all of that kind of goes hand in hand. Like, and i and i really wanted it to come from a place of love and and i also just wanted to create a space that helped girls realize that we're all like we're all the same and there's no need to compare there's no need to be jealous because every single girl struggles with something And so that's why I do Wonder Woman Wednesday is because I didn't want this page to just be all about me. I wanted it to be a page where other girls can share their story and their experiences and so that other girls can because not everyone's going to relate to me and I know that. So I wanted it to be a place where everyone could relate to some degree. So that's why I bring other girls on to share their story. So if you can't relate to me, at least you can relate to her and you can kind of just see like we might not, like, we're all different, we all look different, we all have different backgrounds and different experiences, but to some degree, we're all the same, and, like, we all just need to support each other and love each other, and I know that that starts with loving yourself, and so, yeah.
0: That's incredible. I can say that you definitely started exactly what you wanted to. And I think it's so important and cool that you grew up in a home that nurtured that for you because a lot of people don't. And I guess it, it started there and then also you were able to keep it there because there's a lot of people that do grow up in homes that they're really loved and they're taught their self-worth, but they don't believe it deep down. And I think that was such a crucial part of your journey is knowing that and being in an environment where you knew that for sure. There was this post that you did last week. And, and when this episode airs, it will be like a month. So like a month ago. And it was just the perfect timing for me. And it goes perfectly with what this podcast is all about. So I wanted to read it. Um, it says, I thought it was just so good. It says, redefine your story. The voice you listen to determines your internal story. Challenge your negative thoughts and create space for ones that support and uplift you. It's your job to change the narrative. And that was so powerful because I, I mean, I'm so passionate about that. We're all about mantras here on this podcast and telling yourself things um, that are positive so you can get rid of all the negative. And you're so good at this and you're good at sharing about it. So we want to hear what your mantra is either in life or different areas of your life, you can share a few of your favorite mantras that keep you on the right track and keep your mind in a positive space.
1: So I, I knew you were going to ask me what my mantra was coming into this. So I kind of tried to think of one and it was honestly really hard because I feel like there is so many different things that I do try to live by. Um, and I feel like that do ground me and have so much to do with my happiness and my self-love and everything. Um, So I'll share a few. Mm -hmm. Something that I was taught growing up, something my dad like really, really focused on was balance. And this is something I admired about him and something I have really tried to apply into my own life is that this life and like the key to happiness is all about balance. Um, you see so many people like get so obsessive about certain things and it's like, it's, it almost like, I just feel like too much of anything, too much of a good thing can become a negative thing. Mm -hmm. So that's something I've always tried to live by in, in every aspect, you know, church and family and, and working out and everything. I just think a good, healthy balance is key. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's very much, like, how I kind of, like, my diet, everything. Like, I don't restrict anything. I I believe in a good, healthy balance with food. So, like, I I try to eat really healthy. I do. And I enjoy eating healthy because it makes me feel strong. It gives me energy. But I'm all about balance. So, I'm going to eat treats. and, And I'm going to eat a bowl of Lucky Charms before I go to bed at night. Like, I'm... I'm not going to restrict and I'm not going to cut out anything because to me, that's not what this life is about. And it's fine if you do, like if, if that matches your goals and that matches your desires, then that's – I 100% would support that. But for me, um, I have found joy through balance. So that's something. Um, loving myself through every season has been a huge mantra that I think I've really tried to live by because I just think – this life is about seasons. And every season has a different lesson. Um, Every season has different challenges. And I think the key is to just embrace every season. And, you know, my my way of showing myself self-love has looked different every season. Right now, it really is like going to the gym in the morning and getting a killer workout in. That's like, that is my medicine. That is what, that's what fills my cup. And that's what makes me be able to do all the things I get to do as a mom and everything else. Um, but like right after I had Harvey, it was, it was totally different. It was just taking a five minute hot shower. That was my way of like filling my cup and loving myself in that season. And I think it's just so important that like, I think a reason why so many people struggle with happiness is because they want to be in a different season. And we all do that. Like, (laughs) I've talked about this before. Like, when it's summer, we want it to be fall. You see all the girls posting pictures like, oh, I want the fall leaves and I want the sweaters. But then it's fall and it's winter and it's like, I want summer. And so I feel like we're always just, you know, you're young and you want to be old. You want to have that freedom. But then you get that freedom and that responsibility and you just want to be young again. Like, so I think just loving yourself, like recognizing what season you are in and loving that season, loving yourself through that season, embracing that season. And yeah, that's carried me through through so much. Mm-hmm. I could go on and on about that one, but okay. Another one is to trust God's timing. That's something I've always tried to live by, something that I was taught. I think we all have disappointments in our life and, you know, things don't go as planned and, and that's okay. And something that has helped me when I have had letdowns or disappointments or heartbreaks um, is to just trust God's timing. And that's really hard. That's much harder said than done because when you're in the thick of it, you're like, why the heck? Like, why is this happening to me? Why now? Um, but i do believe that there is a huge picture that we cannot see and and to just trust that timing has i think benefited me and helped me find happiness through hard times um this is the last one i'll do because this is one that i um this is probably my main one and this is one from my grandpa who he passed away uh two years, a year ago, I think. Um, And his biggest mantra saying life thing was to let your light shine. And he lived by that. He was an amazing guy and he spread so much love. And um, yeah, I think everyone has a gift. I think that's what i'm really trying to accomplish with hug yourself girl is to just help every single girl see that they have a gift see that they have this light inside of them they have this worth they have this potential and i want every single girl to to know that and to let that light shine because as soon as like that light turn or as soon as you recognize like oh, I am awesome. Like I do, I have this, I have these gifts and I have this light inside of me and this love and this worth. You then, you bless so many people because when you, like when you hate yourself and you're full of self-doubt, it's really, really hard to share that love with other people. Mm -hmm. If you don't have it for yourself, you cannot give it to anyone else. And so I think I, I just, I want people to love themselves and to see that worth within themselves so that they can let their light shine and and share that with everyone around them.
0: Man, that was so good. All of those mantras. I always think everyone that I interview, if we could just live by these mantras, how happy we would be. And of course, we're not always perfect and we're not always living by them, but it's repeating them and remembering them, maybe putting them somewhere that you can see them. And... I love how you told this story that your friends were talking about how they had a hard time loving themselves and you realized that you didn't and you realized that that was a gift. You were blessed with that from Heavenly Father or whoever else you believe that it was from and then you used it and you're like spreading it publicly. You're not hiding it. You're totally using it and I think that's such a good example of spreading your light and um, anyways, your entire page is just such a good example of all of those mantras. And I loved the um love yourself through every stage because it's not only wishing or wanting the past, but it's being so happy where you are right now, like with yourself, but also the circumstances that you have instead of living in the future or living in the past, it's learning to like love yourself and love the present times, yes. which is so key. I love that. Exactly. So, Okay. Last week on your stories, you talked about confidence. Mm -hmm. And this is something that so many people struggle with. Mm -hmm. And you have really, you have awesome ways that you've built your confidence and worked on it. Can you share a couple of those with us for what my listeners can um, do to grow their confidence?
1: Okay. So I do think self confidence. Can sometimes be so like misinterpreted. If you think self confidence, sometimes you think just like this super, this person that is super bold and strong and beautiful and embodies all of these things. But I I think sometimes self confidence is the most silent thing there is. I think, um, and I admire my mom. I think my mom is a really good example of this. She has like this silence conf- silent confidence about her where you know, she doesn't have to have everyone in the world hearing her or seeing her. She doesn't have to like be caught up on all the worldly trends. Like she's just who she is and she's okay with it. And like, that's something I always admired about my mom is she just had this silent confidence about her. And so confidence starts on the inside. And I think that's the most important thing to realize is so many girls are like, I will be confident when I have a six pack. I will be confident when I lose 20 pounds or – and those things are not bad things to want. Like I never want to be that page that is like you shouldn't want to lose weight or you shouldn't want to change your body because I think goals are good and healthy and like if it's coming from a place of love, I think it's great. But self-confidence doesn't come from changing your body um, and it, it doesn't come from having the biggest house or the nicest car or the most perfect family, like self-confidence is a choice that comes, um, or no, self-confidence comes from within. I think self-confidence comes from the little tiny choices that we make every day, the way that we talk to ourselves, um, the way that we carry ourselves. I think self-confidence has so much more to do with the type of person that you are on the inside. Like I've posted about this before. I said um, a million likes on Instagram or a million likes would never be enough if you don't like yourself. Mm -hmm. and so I think it would be really sad if like you thought you know okay I'm gonna get all of these perfect things I'm gonna get the perfect body and the perfect house and then I'm gonna feel confident but then you get there and you still wouldn't feel confident because you hadn't worked on the inside you hadn't worked on your self-talk or um you know the way that you see yourself from the inside that to me is my number one like piece of advice I would give someone if they want to feel more confident to look inward, to look
0: on the inside. When you said that confidence is a choice that you make every single day, I was like, wow, I've never heard of it that way. And it's true. It's confidence isn't something that you attain someday after you've been working so hard on whatever. It's every single day you can choose to have confidence. There's nothing else to it. Okay. Let's talk about bodies because okay. bodies are a huge thing. Um, So many girls, the number one thing that they put down is their bodies, yes. even if they're positive in other areas of their life. So how do you separate loving yourself and loving your body? Do they need to be together or can they be two separate things? This is so
1: interesting because I feel like I think that there's a lot of pressure around this statement. Loving yourself and um, loving your body. You know, there's this body positivity and this body love movement going on right now. And I've kind of talked about this on my page before, but it puts a lot of pressure on you to love your body. Mm-hmm. And you know what? None of us like like we all have things about our body, like our physical features that we're like, eh, mm-hmm. maybe not. Like I, I like, yes, I am like a, I'm a confident person and I do love myself from the inside out. But of course there's things about my physical body that I don't love, you know, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't affect my, it doesn't affect the way I feel about myself anymore because I feel like, again, it like comes back to that choice. So like when I was kind of going through like junior junior high high school I feel like you start to notice those things I feel like little kids are always confident like
0: oh yeah you've never
1: met a little kid that was like I hate my butt or yeah you know like you don't think about that yeah and I hate that we start to think about that I wish we were all like little kids and we were all just like who the freak cares you know but we do we we enter that stage that high school stage where we all start to be a little more self-critical that voice comes on in our head that's like oh that's too big or that's not skinny enough. And I think, I think right then and there, I, I was like, I was ultra aware of this voice that turned on and I was just like, hmm, okay, yeah, there's things. I don't love my nose, which is like, I don't talk about that a lot. I don't love my nose. And like, there's just little things about ourselves that of course we aren't going to love. But I remember that voice turning on and it started telling me these things, you know, that I wanted to change. And I was just like, okay, no, like, do I want to spend ten thousand dollars to get a new nose? No. So, and if you do, that's fine, totally, like, whatever you do, you. But I don't. So I'm just going to accept my nose because it's the nose that I have, and my nose doesn't define me. Like, I know I'm a, i am i know I'm a good person whatever my nose looks like. So I just chose to accept it. And I think it's something you have to choose every single day, but that voice turned on and maybe you went the different route. Maybe you were like, this is too big, or I don't like the way this looks. And I'm going to dwell on that. And every single day that you make that choice, it gets harder and harder to accept it. And then I think that's where you, you struggle loving yourself because you struggle loving your body, but it's never too late to start. It's never too late to, to, to change that voice in your head or to like, because I think that voice is there for everyone. It's never too late to rewire your thought process. So, and, and maybe that's just where you need to start. You know, you don't have to feel this overwhelming pressure to love your body. That's not going to happen overnight. And I think that so much guilt surrounds that because these girls have all this pressure. Like I need to love my body, but I don't love some things about my body. And that's okay. And you shouldn't have that pressure. But I think you can just start with accepting those things about your body, you know, looking in the mirror and just saying, what did I, I read something once it was like, you don't have to say something untrue. You don't have to go from saying, I hate my nose to I love my nose. Cause maybe that's not a true thought, but you could say, I have a nose, I have a nose and it breathes and it works. And it's just there because that's true. And I think if you if you just little by little start to rewire that thought process and rewire those toxic negative thoughts about yourself, you can come to just accept the things about yourself that you don't necessarily love. And then I do think you can, you can come to love those things. Like you might feel like that's impossible, but with enough practice and consistency with repeating those positive thoughts and those true thoughts, like you can come to accept yourself and love yourself for who you are. And yeah, your insecurities might still be there, but they don't affect you the way they used to. They don't define you. They know, you know, they don't define your worth.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally agree. I was going to ask you, what would you tell girls who are looking in their mirror and they're only seeing the things that they don't like about themselves? What advice would you give them? And you just told us to maybe rewire what you're saying instead of saying something that you don't like them. Say a fact you don't have to say that you love it but do you have anything else that you could add to to girls that are looking at themselves or thinking of themselves and it's always in a negative way I
1: would say and I'm like pulling all these thoughts from posts that I've had in the past but I've said before if looking in the mirror is making you feel bad about yourself if looking in the mirror in this moment all you can see is the negative stop looking in the mirror and like the mirror only shows one little tiny side of you and it's the least important side of you yes we're girls it's so fun to look cute it's so fun to get ready and do makeup and get dolled up like we all love that and that's that's fine like (laughs) it's good but it shows such a superficial side of you the mirror does not show your personality your trials your gifts um your love like your worth it does not show so much. So if if looking in the mirror is really hard and I I think that's I don't think that's where you should start. I think you should look away from the mirror and I think you should just go inward and I think you need to really do some self-reflection. Make a list of all the amazing things about yourself that have nothing to do with your outside appearance. Because I don't know. I just think obviously like we are like the world we live in um and social media it's i feel so, like it's so hard for these younger generations because they are they are immersed in this you have to look a certain way and and it like it's tough and i just want to hug every single girl um that's younger that's my age that's older just i want to hug every single girl right now and just be like you you are okay and you are perfect the way you are and you don't need to look a certain way.
0: I think that, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Growing up now, like you said, the younger generation were trained to look a certain way or that we need to look a certain way because that's the only thing you see on social media. And that's the only thing you comment about because the The picture is just a physical 2D picture. Like, you don't get to see, like you said, their character traits and their gifts and everything that's good about them. So we're trained that we need to look a certain way or else we're not going to get compliments and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that was so good. The ritual you told us to write down the things that are so good about yourself that have nothing to do with the way that you look. Because we don't get told those things enough, which is so sad in our Mm -hmm. society Everyone is talking because, especially now with COVID, most social things are happening over media. So you really can't tell people the really true compliments besides the way that they look. Yeah. And I was listening to The Bad Broadcast. Uh She has an awesome podcast and she had an episode about body image Mm -hmm. and they were talking about how just exactly what you just said, the least interesting thing about who you are is the way that you look. Yeah, Like, that's the least interesting thing. No one is your friend because you look a certain way. That's not why they're your friends. They're your friends because they love you and they love who you are and you're a kind person. And so I think it's important to remember with body image that it's really body image is only our perception of our body and no one else cares. They're not paying attention to your body.
1: It's so true. And
0: It's something obsessive that we can get over ourselves and we can look at and focus on working on different areas of our life that don't have to do with our body. So. So true. Anyways, I thought what you said about that was so good. All right. I think that we're wrapping it up here. If there's one thing that you could have all of your listeners focus on, what would you tell them to focus on?
1: Okay. Okay. So... There's so much I I could babble on. Obviously, this is something I'm so passionate about and something I really just want every single girl to embrace and jump on. Like, I want every girl to jump on that self-love train of just loving themselves for who they are, and I think so many girls feel stuck. I want these certain things in my life. You know, I want to love myself, or... I want to be kinder. I want to go to school and become a surgeon or I want to work out more. Like I really want to get into better shape and work out and eat healthy, but they just feel stuck. And I know we've all been there. And the last thing I want to say is that you are entirely up to you. And I think that is like knowing that and understanding that you really take your power back. Um, you don't play victim to anything that's happened to you in your life to, you have, you have, you don't have a lot of control over a lot of things that happen, um, in your life. Things like the way people treat you or things that have happened to you. Like there's so much that you don't control, but you can like you are up to you and you do have control over, um what you choose to do with yourself and with your life. And just referring to a post, I, I posted about this. I just, I said, what you do with your time is up to you. How you feel about yourself is up to you. How you take care of your body is up to you. How often you work out is up to you. How you fuel your body. How you let people treat you is up to you. How you talk to yourself is up to you. Whether you chase your dreams or not is up to you. Who you are and who you are becoming is up to you. Your attitude is up to you. Your future is up to you. Like, and that's like, that's both a terrifying and a really, really awesome, exciting truth to understand because knowing it's all in our hands, we can be like, oh, freak, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to screw this up. But it's amazing because, because it's up to us how we're going to live our life. It's up to us how we're going to feel about ourselves? Maybe like right now in this moment, you you don't love yourself. Um, but just knowing that truth, knowing that, like understanding that one fact that it's up to you if you're going to change the way you feel about yourself. Like I think just understanding that is so powerful and knowing that you have that power. Like you have the power to rewire your brain. You have the power to change your habits. You have the power to become more patient or whatever it is like you are entirely up to you it's not in anyone else's hands and like that's one hard thing about hug yourself girl is I know I can't I can't like change people's views I can only preach so much like of what I believe and what I hope girls will do and like I can only try my hardest to inspire you, but at the end of the day, it's up to you if you're going to take if you're going to take those things and apply them to your life and create that change in your life. But change is possible and I I do think this life is all about change and I think this life is all about becoming our best selves. And no one is there yet. I'm not there yet. I still have a lot of things that I can work on and but I understand that my life is in my hands, and so I'm going to make choices every single day that's going to benefit me, that's going to make me feel better about myself. I'm going to choose to love myself so that I can love everyone around me, and I think if you try really, really hard, like no matter what you believe in right now, I think we can – I mean, maybe not. Maybe you don't believe in a God – I think we all have some type of common ground that there's a God or there's a higher power. I know that there is. And I think if you can focus on seeing yourself the way that he sees you, which is perfect, beautiful, he created you, he thinks you're awesome the way that you are, I think if you can focus on seeing yourself the way that he sees you, you will then be able to see everyone else the way that he sees them. So it's just like this ripple effect. You love yourself or you love God. You love yourself. You love the people around you and the world will just be a better place with much more love and acceptance.
0: And yeah, man, I cannot think of anything better to end on seriously to think that our lives are completely up to us and we can choose whatever we want in our life and we can become that and we can do whatever we want to accomplish what we want to that's so powerful and knowing that there's a higher being that's rooting for us that wants the same things for us and he'll help us and same with everyone around us if we learn to love ourselves and love everyone around us so julia thanks so much for coming on this has been so fun we've laughed so much behind the scenes like we've had so much fun (laughs) together a lot of bloopers (laughs) And of course, I'll link her Instagram profile. You have to go check it out. And her workouts are incredible. They really are. We love them. So don't forget to hug yourself. And we'll see you guys next time. Okay, bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review and share with your friends so we can bring more mindful mantras to this world. Thanks a million. And I'll see you next time.